What's up, Soul Sisters? Who's ready for another episode of your favorite podcast, A Mermaid and a Gemini? Soul Talks with your Soul Sisters. I'm your mermaid, Jenna. And I'm your Gemini, Kalisa. And Kalisa, tell them what we're talking about today. It's the biggest topic of the century. Just kidding. The rest of your life. Because today (laughs) we're talking about adulting. I don't want to grow up. <laughs> don't make me. Sorry, you guys. This is don't something make me. that <laughs> is not a fight or flight situation. You're going to have to do it eventually. So we're here to help you through this difficult, very difficult time. <laughs> to the best of our ability, because you're talking to a 30-year-old mermaid. So I only know what I know. This is but true. I- Ask me <laughs> yeah. all of your questions, please. Kalisa I is honestly the one that am knows. killing adulting. <laughs> so I'm here to be the person for you guys I'm here to get my advice from Kalisa because I kind of have no idea what I'm doing in this whole adulting scheme of things but you're not alone yeah it's okay though because I feel like up until about a year or two years ago I had no clue either and I felt like it's way too late for me to not know what I'm the hell I'm doing about adulting yeah and it's a it's inevitable it's gonna happen you're gonna grow up you're gonna have to be responsible so We are here to help you through that transition, soul sisters. So who is ready? Um, So what would you say adulting means to you? I was going to ask you that too, because like, is money the first thing you think of? Because I think for a lot of people, when you say adulting, it's like responsibility. It's like money. It's like budgeting. It's like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like really thinking about this and I was like, that's like one aspect for me. But personally, I think adulting to me is feeling confident and knowing that like you could be an independent person and you're educated enough to know what you're doing. Ooh. Yeah. Keyword Let's break that down. Keyword educated. Yeah. Because something that they do not teach us in school is how to be an adult. Yeah. So that I think that's kind of scary on its own is us having to learn how to be an adult. And with me, the best way I learned is through experience and through mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yes. that's why adulting scares me because I don't want to have to make mistakes to learn these things. You well, know? No, totally. I totally get that. And it's obviously like, yeah, it's the fear of the unknown. It's not knowing what you're doing. And that's super overwhelming for a lot of people, not even just in adulting, but in everyday life, other situations. So I think that really taking the time to, yes, educate ourselves, learn what we need to learn and to help put ourselves in the best situation possible is like for me the definition of adulting because you can't really go anywhere or feel accomplished later on in life if you don't have some sort of idea of what you should be doing Mm -hmm. okay so on that note my definition (laughs) yeah sorry what is your definition of adulting um taking full responsibility for your life and for your choices because when you're younger you can get away with a lot more and you're like oh sorry didn't know (laughs) yeah totally (laughs) but when you're an adult you have to own up to that responsibility and you have to make the choices that are best for you and your life um and it's hard too because a lot of other factors go into play of family, friends, mm-hmm. and work and all those things. But it we very rarely take that step back of like, okay, so what's in it for me? Like what's the best situation or best scenario for me? 
Um, so yeah, taking full responsibility of your life and how you can be the best that you can be independent and on your own and, and not throwing your jury duty papers away. Like I used to do (laughs) and just act like you never got them for me. As you start this transition into adulting, you don't have to dive into the deep end of we're going to, we're going to help you ease your way into this. You don't have to dive into the deep end of you know, yeah, unless you're 45, yeah. then it's <laughs> but too we're not little too late. We're not we're there, not there yet. Yet. The uh, sooner the better, everyone. If you're in your 20s, this is honestly the prime time for you to get it together. Mm-hmm. The earlier, the better. I think that's a big adulting thing is time management, learning where your priorities are, mm-hmm. learning where you want to spend your time, where you're wasting your time and things like that. I think time management procrastinating all that shit needs to be handled in the earliest stages of your 20s what are some time management tips do you have any time management tips um well if you guys listen to our last episode (laughs) which you should have (laughs) which you should have on time management there's great tips in there um but also I think it's just yeah having a list prioritizing like if you really want to learn and educate yourself on certain things like focus on where you want to start write down where you want to start what you want to look into I think it's great to like managing your time to also have conversations with other people and professional people in whatever certain step you want to take mm-hmm. um, I think this is a great time for like Jenna said last week, she really has a hard time asking others for help. This is a great opportunity to ask others for help and to learn from other people and see how there's so many different options and how people are literally conquering adulting in their everyday lives. And they might have some great tips and tricks for you too to use that not necessarily is like, the black and white conventional way, especially as like our society is constantly changing. It's nice to get another outside perspective and help on the situation. I agree with that because people think that when you say adulting, they think, oh, fuck. Okay. I have to have the nine to five job. I have to have the house. I have to have the insurance. I have to have the dog. I have to have the white picket fence, all those things. That's what a lot of people's perception of adulting is. And for me, I'm like, the last thing I want to do is own a house. I oh. think that expectations just like from history. Yeah. Like what the modern day adulting should be is a lot of pressure on a lot of people. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be these huge things where you're stressed about how the fuck am I going to afford a $3,000 a month mortgage? Mm-hmm. Um, it just starts with, it can start with simple, small things, just literally taking care of yourself. Worry about yourself yeah. first, honestly. Like Kalisa was saying is asking for help. Like look for mentors. I think yeah. that's a really big thing is looking for mentors, people who are a little bit more experienced, I don't want to say more educated than you, but more experienced than you and know what they're doing and have a little bit more, yeah, just like shit to learn from. They've already gone through it and you don't have to go through it to make those same kind of mistakes or anything to learn from it. Yeah. Like they are there to help you. They are there to guide you. And I think reaching out for mentors is a huge thing. Um, One of my biggest time management tips is and what I'm working on this year is sleeping in 
-hmm. Like, like I said, I'm trying to rise with the sun. I'm trying to add more hours to my day. Um, and procrastinating, like when you are trying to accomplish something, the easiest thing we can do is find excuses not to do it. So where are you procrastinating? Where are you finding those excuses of like, actually, no, before I can write this paper, I'm going to have to clean the entire house. Like me, I don't ever fucking clean. But for some reason, when it's time for me to sit down and write and meet a deadline, I have to clean the entire fucking house. So it's just being focused on where your time is going and using it wisely. And are you willing to make the sacrifices that you have to make in order to grow up and take full responsibility of your life? Um, I love that you brought up not procrastinating because that is the number one thing tip that I have for not stressing about adulting is do not procrastinate on it Mm -hmm. because it's going to build up and it's going to add up and you're going to fucking kick yourself in the ass for not doing all these things that you Mm -hmm. really wanted to accomplish and it does matter. Like it really does matter. So if you really want to be proactive about starting it and feeling good and confident in yourself about it, don't procrastinate and just do it. Yeah. There are a lot of people, me, (laughs) who justify the fact of, well, I still have time. The fact that you just said the word justify <laughs> proves that you know you I shouldn't la- be I doing it. I work better. I work better with a fire lit under my ass. But here's the thing about adulting. A lot of these situations that you're thinking about, it's not benefiting you in the long run yeah. when you sh- when you do it when you're under pressure. Yeah. You're going to make the most of it for yourself the sooner you start doing it. How can we prepare for adulting? This is Kalisa's forte. Okay, you guys. How can we prepare for adulting? Because I don't fucking know. There are so many different aspects to adulting. And that's why I was like, as I was thinking of doing this episode, I was like, I could literally talk about this all day, every fucking day. I could do a 10-part episode series on adulting <laughs> about every single thing you want to know about. If you want to know about your 401k, if you want to know about your insurance, If you want to know about taxes, if you want to know about any of this stuff, there's a lot that goes into it. And that's why earlier I was asking when people think of adulting, a lot of things they think about is the money aspects of it. Mm -hmm. And I think that affects all of us so much for that definition, because as we get older, we all do want to be financially stable. We want to make our money work for us. And not so much work for the money as we get older. So it's good to think about a lot of options that you have, even if you aren't making what you wish you were making, if you're not, you know, putting enough away, if you're not accomplishing it, it all, it just starts with something. If you have a job and you have something coming in, you can literally do anything with it. You can start small. Like I mentioned before, I'm not the best adult. I'm a 30-year-old mermaid. Like, I'm not the best adult. But every time I have leveled up, challenged myself to level up in my life and, like, really put forth, money's always a big concern in everyone's lives. Totally. Like, you're never not going to worry about money. Even if you have the most money, you're going to be worrying about your money. Because enough enough is never enough for us. Exactly. 
I started when I started paying rent the first time it was like six hundred dollars and that that was so much money to me Mm -hmm. so much money to me but you know what I made it work and then the next time I moved out was eight hundred dollars I'm like oh my god how am I gonna afford this like and you just move up and up and you challenge yourself to level up in life and the moment that you commit to saying yes I am worth this amount of money I know that I'm capable of making this amount of money. I know that this is possible. Um, That is when you kind of level up in life. So you can't stress out about that. But it's a lot easier said than done. It's a lot easier said than done. Out about it. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's like, oh, I want to go get the $10 salad for lunch, but I already bought the $4 fucking coffee this morning. What can I do? It's even the littlest shit like that, that like we worry about, but yeah, not drink the four fucking dollar coffee a day is literally, it adds up. So you don't really realize like we have to be thinking big picture and with adulting, honestly, my number one tip is Microsoft Excel will be your best fucking friend. (laughs) Well, you guys know me. My approach is of course, always going to be anything that is organizational. Mm -hmm. So if I have to make a fucking spreadsheet and update it every month with whatever the hell I'm budgeting or what's what I'm thinking about doing for next month or next year or where I'm at and what I need to start focusing on, like I'm going to do it because I have the tools and I have the resources to do it. And I know a lot of people aren't. I'm lucky enough that I have a job where like I can go to an HR department. I can ask questions. I can call providers and can ask questions. And a lot of people aren't. So like how Jenna said earlier, finding a mentor and also finding people that can help you in like professional statuses or businesses are really just a good opportunity for all of us to learn and don't jump right in obviously it's very scary but that's why we keep saying to educate yourself first so you understand what exactly you need to do to get to where you want to go because I think that's the most frustrating part is the fact that they don't teach us this <laughs> in sh- this shit yeah. in schools yeah. like they don't teach us this yeah. in schools and it's like well, why are they not adult living because we had adult living. No, I took child studies. Okay. I took child understanding and I also <laughs> took adult living, which was an elective that was offered to seniors where they mm-hmm. had financial counselors come in and talk to us. They had, it definitely didn't teach us everything that we needed to know. Obviously, taxes is a huge thing that they don't fucking teach you in school. Um, I mean, obviously, some kids are already working. Like, you know, it's, it's all is a giant circle of flow that we need to learn to you know be successful when we leave yeah and that's not really what their priority is which is totally unfair but I also think that it's yeah it's really good to see what others are doing like see what your parents are doing ask your fucking parents what they're doing because if anybody knows how to fucking figure it out it's them Mm, see that's my problem because I know what my parents are doing and I'm doing the complete opposite (laughs) okay I was just gonna say that not every parent knows the right answer here's what I was gonna say use them as an example a good one or a bad one yeah (laughs) yeah I take after my dad (laughs) yeah my dad yeah my dad's financially my dad definitely I honestly am probably the person that my mom looks to for help. Her mentor is literally me. I help her with everything. 
um, and explain to her everything that's going on. And when we were really, when we were younger, like my mom was not like in a good financial situation. And so I took that as a learning lesson that I never wanted to have that type of burden in Mm -hmm. my life going forward. Yeah, there's always two sides of the street. You can literally prepare yourself and over-prepare yourself. You can find yourself in a situation that super sucks one day and you have no choice but to better yourself for it. Or you can start slowly and just start educating yourself. There's no wrong or right way to adulting per se because we're all going to get to the same place eventually. 401k. (laughs) Yes, that's for your retirement. I know, I know that part of it, but A, why is it important? Mm-hmm. It's important because someday Social Security money might not be a thing anymore. So mm-hmm. all that Social Security tax that you're getting taken out of your check, you might never see. This is also just a good way to, like I said, make your money work for you. If you have one through your employer, a lot of employers offer really great benefits or matching systems where they will match dollar for dollar or a certain percentage of how much you are contributing um, every month or every year. And that will continue to grow. So like I said, this is one of those things that is better if you're starting sooner because 50 is not that far away. 60 is not that far away. The sooner you have it working for you, the better. Just because like I said, adulting is feeling that stableness, feeling confident, feeling comfortable and knowing you're doing something right for yourself, I would definitely look into it. We are in a time where women need to learn how to take care of themselves first before we can rely on a man because not that they're not capable of taking care of us, but you never know what's going to happen. And you want to be able to like stand on your own. You don't want to be reliant on someone else. So there, and like going back to like my parents setting quote unquote, setting the example, like you said earlier, is the fact that you know, my mom relied so much on my dad. And then when they split up, it it's it gets messy. And you don't want to. Oh, yeah, I don't share any of my shit. <laughs> my parents didn't share anything at all. That's also wanna, another example. Yeah, I learned from And them. you don't want to bring that mess into it either. So not that I'm saying you can't trust your partner, but just know that you're going to be OK on your own, regardless of whether that person's in it or not. And credit cards. Like I know to build a credit, a lot of people use credit cards paid off for that month and that helps build your credit. Mm -hmm. That helps get you good credit. However, don't fuck up your credit score because people will not trust you. Okay. Let me read you this hilarious meme that I literally sent to our other friend an hour ago. (laughs) The United States is $22 trillion in debt and they have the audacity to try and give me a credit score. Worry about yourself first, baby girl. Um, I will tell you guys this. That is a very good way. Jenna's sounds very passionate about this. So I am really scared for what her credit score might be. Um, it's working. It's going up, you guys. My, I'm very happy where my credit score is at right now. What Jenna said is true. If you are going to keep using your credit card, it's ideal to pay it off every month. Don't spend what you don't have. Um, another tip that I personally do is I never have more than half of the balance on my credit card of what your limit is. That's another great one. Um, even if I don't have like a really active credit card, maybe I'll have one credit card for one bill and I'll just do an automatic payment on that one credit card. 
paid off every month. Um, I have had a credit card close on me before because I wasn't using it and Mm -hmm. I was unaware that that was what was going to happen. That really affected my credit score. This was like when I was like 19, though. Mm -hmm. Um, I've come back from that. I have a car under my name. I have a lot of stuff under my name. I have a lot of big purchases. So that helps with your credit score. Um, But having too many or opening too many within like the same year around the same time isn't good for it. And it's very tempting to open up another credit card. And the biggest thing that my dad taught me is don't spend money you don't have. And it's very enticing to do that. And that's how we dig ourselves into a deep, deep hole of debt. And then you worry and you stress and you don't know how the fuck you're going to get out of it. And that's when money becomes the issue in your adulting life. Yeah. I think credit. But that's just another thing. Like I said, always make your money work for you. So Mm -hmm. if you are getting a credit, if you are being tempted to get one, maybe you don't have one. I have a friend who's 27 years old. She doesn't have a fucking credit card pick the right one there's tons of them probably through your bank if you're a student you can get a great student one with probably a really low interest rate um yeah get one that has cash back guess get one that has rewards get one that has incentives that are benefiting you from using it because if you don't need to use your credit card then don't but if you are going to make it work for you yeah uh, the number one thing of adulting, do not spend more than you have coming in. Yeah. That is that is where you will fuck yourself hard. Yeah. That is where the Excel fucking spreadsheet comes in. <laughs> I'm serious, you guys. Get the apps. If budgeting is something so small and so easy that you can start if you want to go on this path of adulting. That is literally the best first step to take honestly in my opinion there's tons of apps for it what are some of the good apps that we can download because i don't have any apps. mint is the one that i use it's amazing because you can link it to your bank accounts and you can like label transactions so then each transaction will go into a category and you can see exactly what you have coming in, what you have going out, what you're spending it on. If you're spending it on too much shopping, too much entertainment, too much dining out, um, allotting a certain amount for your bills every month. It's just really good to put it in like a full picture perspective mm-hmm. of um, what you have and what you are going to be accountable for. Health insurance. Uh-huh. Where can I find <laughs> health insurance? I was going to say... Uh, <laughs> GoFundMe. Jenna needs it first. I know you guys. Honestly, it's bad. you will probably apl- you will probably but, be accepted for medical. Yeah. No, and I know that. I know that in my heart. I know that it's you guys. I know it's need to have need to health done. insurance. I know Jenna doesn't have fucking health insurance. You guys <laughs> need to get health I insurance like to, to play by risk. No, but um, health insurance is something that I have been struggling to understand and to to deal with because I feel it's very frustrating to be spending that much money a month and then when I actually go to the doctors to have to spend more money yeah I fucking hate that I fucking hate that and uh, and to be honest that's why people do settle for 
honestly, the the first thing I look for in a job is benefits. Yeah. And that's just where our country is at. And it's sad and it's not okay, but it's, it's never going to go away. It's a very realistic thing that we're going to have to face. And it truly, truly is heartbreaking. Depending upon where you're living and what you're doing, that's where you should be at as an adult. I also feel like living in Southern California really doesn't help at all. No. And you feel like the odds are against you a lot here. Obviously, we all need insurance and there's a lot of jobs that offer that insurance. Mm-hmm. However, mine doesn't yep. because it's not considered a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really frustrating too, because when eventually build my brand and my business, that's a whole nother, other fucking level of insurance. Like I'm going to have to not only take care of my own insurance, but other people. Yeah. And that's what it's very scary of like being an adult. And trust me, I would love to like, go this route of having a company give me my benefits and doing that nine to five. But I've tried it mm-hmm. as an adult. Like I've tried to break into and going back to adulting and what it means to everyone. It means something different. A lot of people think adulting means that nine to five and getting the house and doing the steps to like get to where you're at at this point in your life. And I've tried that and it has not worked for me. It has not worked for me. So the door is closed on that and I'm trying to do this other path that is a lot fucking harder and I have no idea what it means, where it's going and with this whole insurance thing, where to go from there because I have to take care of myself on top of employees and I have no okay. idea. Okay, stop thinking about <laughs> that already. You need to think about where you are at right now and what you need to do to protect yourself right now. This needs to be your main focus. Um, I know a lot of you people aren't like Jenna, like we don't always have the benefit of receiving it from an employer. There are tons of offices and representatives and people to help go through plans for you that are the best for you. So like we said earlier with time management, you need to take the time to benefit yourself, to educate yourself and to go out there and seek the help. That's the first step of anything. You need to want the help. If you don't want to get fucking health insurance and you don't want to pay it, <laughs> then don't get it. I'm just telling you guys right now. That's what I've been doing, but I know I need it. You need it. I don't have you guys know I had fucking braces. I love going to the dentist. I go to all my checkups. I do everything. I don't have dental insurance because that's a separate plan. Yeah. What I found that has worked best for me is that I'm a cash patient. So I will go into my dentist of choice, which has been the same dentist that I've been going to. And I will receive a cash discount because I'm paying up front and they don't have to go through my insurance and they don't have to do that. And a lot of people do that. My sister does that with her vision because she has glasses and she has all this. Sometimes it just, you have to see how it outweighs itself. Like when I was going to get braces and if I was going to add the dental on and get it through there, it would have ended up costing me the same amount that I paid out of pocket. Mm -hmm. So you just have to really see like, how is it going to be be more worth it to you? But Honestly, the a dental plan is for two exams a year, every six months, and whatever, your preventative care. That's all it is. So if you're paying like $10 a month on your dental plan and you're only getting to see your dentist twice a year, not including any major work or anything you're going to have to have, then 
is it even worth it? Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather pay the 60 bucks out of my pocket the one time I need to go. What about life insurance? Life insurance I already had because my dad got it for me when I was like born, literally. Born. Oh, the man, the man. Sorry, my sister doesn't have it. Um, <laughs> We know who the favorite <laughs> is. <laughs> I have it. Um, so I've had that same plan since I was born. Mm-hmm. So I've had the same plan for 30 years, which means I've been contributing to my life insurance for 30 years. Wow. So this is why I'm saying this is why I'm such like an advocate for big picture and the long run, because I have I just feel safe knowing that I can help my loved ones, my future family, all of this, because I was so lucky to receive this benefit so early on in my life. Mm-hmm. I just learned that my parents paid life insurance for a very long time only to find out that it expired. So all that <laughs> Wait, money, what? Yeah, they got they signed up with a life insurance mm-hmm. scam and there are many like that out yeah. there. So, with that being said, not many of us are fortunate enough to have someone who knew what the fuck they were actually doing yeah and they just kind of fed into what was expected of them yeah and didn't read the fine print and you have to ask questions yeah they paid that much only to be like okay well your time's up you pay this much and it's not gonna like me you guys are both still here so you're gonna have to reopen a new plan I think it's important because it honestly will give you a peace of mind. And I think that as we get older and as we start to have families of our own, that's a thing we're going to be worrying about. That's why I'm saying, keep saying live in the present and now and focus on yourself because eventually you're going to have to do things for other people. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the things that you're going to do for other, other people, because that's going to help take care of the people that you will leave behind once you die. So I would say there are tons of insurance companies that offer them. There are tons of employers that offer them. Um, I would just ask around and see what is the best plan for you. Obviously, there's tons of different ones because there's tons of different values of certain ones and life expectancy brackets and those types of things as well. Um, I would also see what how it would pay out to your family after um once it becomes effective I would ask those types of questions I would just yeah ask any type of fine print type of question mm-hmm. how is it really going to work for you are the people once it becomes effective and those people receive it what does th- what does that entail for them are they going to have to pay something out of it are they going to have to do um are there taxes involved with that? There's lots of other things that you kind of want to know what's going to happen once it becomes in use. You know, I think they don't teach us this in school, though, either taxes mm-hmm. is because our parents want to claim us for as long as possible. Yeah. And a lot of people's parents do claim them yeah. for as long as they I, do. My once parents you start claim filing me yourself. for a long time. And then when especially I finally moved out. Especially if you're going to school, especially if you're a student, that's a really, really good dependent to have on your taxes. Um. So that's definitely like an incentive for your parents if you are continuing to go to school. Mm -hmm. And going back to like me building my own business, building my own brand with this whole mermaid thing. Mm -hmm. This is kind of very exciting because this is another year. This is the second year where I'm actually paying taxes (laughs) as a mermaid. Uh, There's I'm moving up. 
I'm moving up in my career. If you have fucking residency here, you're yeah. paying taxes, <laughs> thin or not. Okay, so as an adult, what is your biggest concern as you like are growing into this adulthood? We are 30 now. So yeah. as we keep going deeper and deeper into our 30s, what mm-hmm. is your biggest concern? Support. Like mm-hmm. Am I going to be able to support not only myself, but like my future family in the long run? I think that is a big concern. And I think that's what a lot of people our age or younger are thinking about. And that's just like we were saying earlier, it's, that's just something that society has created in all of us because this picture perfect ask American dream is what everyone strives to have. And only 2% of the fucking country can have it or whatever the hell the statistics are always being stable and Mm -hmm. always being in a somewhat comfortable situation because jobs are not guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Money is not guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed. So I think that that's why it's so important to focus like on taking care of yourself first before we can start worrying about how we're going to help everyone else. Jobs are also decreasing because everyone can get anything they want and need online. But also in the cost of living is raising. You yeah. Can't even need Which it. is why minimum wage is raising. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like people. It doesn't balance Yeah. Out. Companies are realizing it's so much easier for me to work online than to actually have a store. So I don't need the employees. I don't have to pay the employees, pay their insurance and do all these things. Yeah. So. I'm just going to do that. And so it's like, it's almost scary in a sense that there aren't as many jobs. Like jobs are already decreasing in this. And yeah, (laughs) that's, I think that's one of my biggest concerns is the fact that I don't know where our future is going to be five years from now. One Um, year from now. Yeah. One of my biggest concerns is pursuing this path that I'm on and having it not fulfilled to anything. Yeah. That's my biggest concern is like wasting all this precious time that I have right now on something that won't amount to anything. Um, But like you said, I can't think about that. I just have to worry about what I'm doing right now, taking care of myself right now and focusing on that and just trusting that in the long run, I'll find a daddy who's going to take care of me. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, totally think about the now focus on the now, but also if that is like a real concern for you, then I would say to probably establish and set timelines Yeah, because that is sad and like fucking depressing as that sounds like we have to to set those in place too. Yeah. Or else you're going to keep thinking about that same concern because it's hard. Um, another thing I want to talk about is it's hard because I don't want to settle Yeah, totally. I've already sacrificed. I've already sacrificed so much and given my all to so many other different things that it's like I don't want to settle for something because of the stability that it's going to give me. And even then, even if I tried to settle, it doesn't want me like the stability. Like I'm I've been trying to like get a job just for the benefits because I know that it's practical for me to have that. Yeah. But it's not happening. So I'm forced to like go a different route. Um, but a lot of people I've all, I've also asked a lot of other people what their biggest concerns of adulting is and actual adults have told me like not having fun anymore. And I, do- I was literally in my head this entire time thinking losing your own momentum. Yeah. And I think that's a big a part of growing up is a lot of people think that we have to stop having fun 
but I just bartended a 50th birthday party yeah. recently and there were definitely big insights of like, fuck, I'm going to own a minivan. <laughs> I'm going to own a minivan. Dude, I would <laughs> love to fucking own a minivan. That's what they were talking about. It's like their minivans and their kids, but also they were having fun fun this was a 50th birthday party and they had a full-on ping pong tournament like they were having so much fun and i do not want to lose that that spark of like playfulness and fun um the older that i get and i feel like a lot of people do lose that or if they do or maybe they never even found that yeah like i think a lot of people yeah, might not have found it, so they don't really know what it is. I feel like a lot of us, as we get older, we are so consumed by, like, the titles that we have. I'm a wife now. I'm a mother. I'm a husband. I'm a dad. I'm this. So you have to let that fun part of you go, and that doesn't always have to happen. It's good to have others seeing you have fun because it shows that you are still living your life basically Mm -hmm. and I think that's the whole point of Mm -hmm. adulting and also taking care of all this shit now so we can still have fun when we get older just focus on yourself not just financially but your own well-being your own happiness because there will come to a point where yes you have a house you have kids you have a husband like or a wife and all these things and And you take a step back and you realize, okay, well, what have I done for myself? And my aunt just retired and now she's figuring out what makes her happy at this age in life right now. Like she's 60. She's figuring out what makes her happy right now. And it's like, you have to do that at as soon as possible. I think that is not cliche, but contradicting as it sounds, I think you need to do that from the beginning. And stay true to that throughout your whole life yeah. because at the end of it, that's what you're going to have to come back to because that's going to spark that. And you know what? A lot of people don't have the luxury of even retiring now. I know. So with that being said, anyone who's already dreaming, you know, you got your 401k. Good for you. But how are you going to spend your time? Let's all focus right now on where we put our time and our energy into and realizing is it beneficial for us is it not and kind of going off of that what really dig deep and figure out what makes you happy and stay true to that because in the grand scheme of things you'll live a happier life if you liked what you heard please like comment and subscribe to our podcast and if you have any topics that you want to talk about then reach out to us on our website, mermaidandgemini.com and slide into our DMs at Hello Kalisa and at Jenna Nicole. And until next week, see, see ya soul, soul sisters. sisters.